Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of Failsafe Fitness Podcast. My name is Michael Joshua. I am the owner of Failsafe Fitness Limited. And over the next sort of 20 to 30 minutes, we'll be looking at what I've been up to this week. Going to give you some tips on exercises to do in your fitness routine. We're going to talk a little bit about caffeine as well in your diet. And I'm going to tell you all about the mistakes you're making on a tee box when you're playing golf. The mistakes that you're making that are costing you shots. So welcome back to the show everybody. Episode number 12, The Dirty Dozen, has been made. Next week we are going to do a best five or most requested five questions that have come into the show. I did this about five or six weeks ago after doing the show for about five or six weeks. So about every 13 weeks I'll do this hopefully. I have got a, a few questions that have come in via email. Email is in the link in the pod description. Failsafefitness at hotmail.com. Drop your fitness, your nutrition and your golf tip questions into the show as I'll be recording that sometime in the next few days. <clears throat> and hopefully we uh, we don't get too many repeats like we have had. But I do have about 12 of the 15 questions ready to go and ready to record. So if you do want to drop us a line, anything you want to know in your training, in your fitness, in your nutrition, in your golf game, let me know. So what have I been up to this week? Um, here in the UK, it's been snowing. We had a bit of a, a snow bomb come down. So I haven't really done a lot this week. I've had a couple of clients, two or three clients have come, usual guys that have come that have already hit their goals for the 12 weeks that were set out. So we're just gonna pushing beyond those limits now in terms of weight they wanted to hit, reps they wanted to hit, uh, body weight they wanted to hit. So it's been a, a really good start to the year for 2023 for a lot of my clients. Me personally, it's been up and down. So father's been ill. I've had a couple of injuries. I've not really stuck to a routine. I'd be the worst client in the world, if I'm honest at this point. But I'm getting faster. Golf game is negligible at the minute. But it's been okay. It's been a, it's been an okay week. I've not done a lot. I've done a lot of paperwork things like that but it's been pretty good it's it's you know it is what it is this time of year it's almost three months into the year and winter has finally hit the uk <coughs> and um that's fine so yeah not really been up to a lot this week uh, i've had a few issues with the garmin that i use to coach with so i've got a garmin r10 it's a nice little tool. It's okay. I have got it. It has got its issues, but it, it just helps me visualize to clients how we do things. Uh, hopefully a bit further down the line, I'll get something a little bit more suitable, like a TrackMan or a GC3 or something like that. But we'll see how this year goes. All in all, Garmin has been up and down in terms of its software and its capabilities. But that, you know, I can't do anything about that. It's just a tool that I'm using, that I'm using to coach people with. 
but it is frustrating when it keeps dropping out for no reason keeps disconnecting from one device to another device and you, once you've got all the devices off and they turn them all back on or one device on it still doesn't want to connect so I've got a connection issue at the minute which is a bit frustrating and of course it's players week if you're a golf fan uh, I'm just sitting here I've just cracked a beer ready to go and uh, after this watch the, the final of the players so we'll see how that goes And that's been my week. It's been quite boring. Nothing massively to, to announce. And Himley Hall Golf Club is unfortunately still shut. In a couple of weeks' time, we should be open. Hope opening 1st of April like we did last year. That gives me about six months to get my performance clientele up and running and the, that side of the business fully in operation. I don't know why it is. Every time I start a podcast, I want to cough. But that is, um, you know, that just seems to be my body at the minute. At 45, I'm a little overweight. I haven't really been in the gym for the last couple of years. As I explained early on in the podcast, I've done at least one session a week when I should be doing two. Uh, and realistically, I should be doing three. But, yeah. Sometimes life gets in the way, and that's just the way it is for me at the minute. And hopefully I can get back on the golf course and start doing things there. And that's been my week. So not very good, not very interesting. But something that is interesting is Amazon are doing battle ropes. Now, these are great little bits of kit. They're just like a big, thick climbing rope that you can... You can Strap down, tie down, tie into end end of a kettlebell, pin it down with something heavy at the other end, tie it round a squat rack, <clears throat> whatever, whatever. And you've probably seen a few videos on this. They're really cool, and now they're really cheap. When I bought mine for the gym, it cost me I think it's about a hundred quid or a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty pounds for UK pounds off Amazon. You can now go and get one the same size as mine for just 30 pounds. And if you haven't got a lot of space, you can wrap it up some way, you can chuck it in a bag, you can curl it into a corner like a little snake. But battle ropes are so much fun and they're so hard work that again, like a kettlebell or a slam ball, you're gonna get your 30 quid's worth. Because you can do stuff kneeling. You can do it on one leg. You can do it on the other leg. You can do rotational work, slam work, arms, chest, core, back, legs. The whole of your body is going to be worked once whilst you're using a battle rope. So, you know, there's a two-hand wave, single-hand wave. There's a pump. There's a side-to-side there's, there's so many different things you can do with a paddle rope. I can't even, I won't even have enough time in a podcast in 30 minutes to list them. But I will put a post up next week on the blog. This week, if you are looking at the blog, kettlebells. So I've been banging on about kettlebells since I've started this podcast. But there's a full list of six, six to nine exercises with some photographs on the blog at Felsafe Fitness. So you can go and get some 
things done. It's going to be very good. So all you need to do is basically go and buy yourself a battle rope and a kettlebell for less than less than a hundred pounds now. Less than one of those things from a few years ago. And you can go and get yourself basically a full gym with two pieces of equipment. So yeah, battle ropes. If you want one, go and get yourself one. The thirty pounds off Amazon. It's unbelievable the kind of money and that you people have paid for them especially me only a few short months ago and they're now less than a third the price so yeah battle rope it's an amazing piece of kit not not very well used or utilized in a gym but home workouts or gym workouts if you go into a gym go and speak to a personal trainer and they'll tell you how good that piece of equipment is <clears throat> on to your nutrition tip then folks now we all like a drink I don't mean a drink as in alcoholic I want about caffeinated so if you're anything like me especially at my age if I have a coffee after about six o'clock I ain't sleep I'm not really caffeine sensitive as such I don't well I am and I'm not I do do some of these things but I think it's more a mental thing for me now than anything else. But I don't have anything caffeinated after six o'clock if I can help it. But <clears throat> caffeine in the diet can be used very effectively and can be used very poorly. There are some clients I've had in the past and, and uh, one that I have now drink a lot of either high coffee volumes they tea and coffee in a day or <clears throat> they um drink a lot of like red bull things like that so caffeine as we know is a naturally occurring substance found in plants it can also be added to food and it activates the central nervous system it's basically a stimulant to your central nervous system and it also acts as a diuretic so if you're unsure what that is it's a substance that helps you get rid of your bodily fluids whether well, going to number one or number two and what I've said and I've, I did do this in a podcast at the start of this series will say that if you do drink tea and coffee and you drink more than four cups a day for every cup of tea and coffee that you drink make sure that you have a glass of water because caffeine acts as a natural diuretic which means you'll need to go to the toilet more often and if you're number oneing a lot more then your number twos can become a little bit more harder to pass <clears throat> so you know caffeine is absorbed and passes quickly into the brain so that activates that central nervous system gets you amped up you know can get you ready for exercise it's in a lot of pre-workouts and a lot of energy drinks because that's the effect it has it has it makes you feeling you know it ups your heart rate it can help 
you know, affect anxiety. You know, it makes you go to the toilet more. And it can also cause things like difficulty sleeping, nausea, vomiting, and restlessness. If you're just sat there and you're drinking three Red Bulls a day, but you're not exercising to burn that, that sort of nervous energy, that nervous tension, because your central nervous system is going to be firing on this caffeine and you're not using it to great effect. You just sat there at a computer or playing video games or whatever. You might be great for a while, but then all of a sudden you'll just have a crash. So caffeine can be a great stimulant pre-workout to get you ready, get that central nervous system firing to lift a heavy weight or go on a, on a run or you know PR something which is why it is found in a lot of pre-workout stuff now. But like I say, it has a very negative effect on the body. It can have a very negative effect on the body. So, if you do take a lot of caffeine or drink a lot of caffeine, here's some little tidbits of advice. So, one cup of coffee contains about 70, 70 to 100 milligrams of caffeine per six ounce cup. Uh, and it's about 40 milligrams of caffeine per espresso. Tea, slightly less, depending on what it is. Again, can be lower end at 60 to the upper end of 100 milligrams per 16 ounce cup. So you can drink more tea and coffee, uh, more tea, black or green tea, to a actual cup of coffee. Chocolate has about 10 milligrams per ounce uh, or dark chocolate, which is especially for you vegans out there, doesn't contain a lot of unsavory things, will contain more at around anywhere between 40 and 60 milligrams per ounce. And then most caffeinated drinks unless they're labeled caffeine free. Um, so a, a 360 milliliter, 320 milliliter drink, 330 can of something is gonna have probably 40, 50 milligrams, maybe 60 milligrams, 40 to 60 milligrams of caffeine in. Most colas, sodas, pops. But obviously then you're looking at I know the likes of um, Monster and things like that will contain a lot more. You're probably looking at anything from 120 to 200 uh, milligrams of caffeine, which when you consider a, a cup of coffee is around 70, 75 milligrams. So you're gonna take in 200 in a drink so you're looking at three or four or five cups of coffee, maybe potentially for at least four or five cups of tea per monster or things like that, which can have a very negative effect, you know, on your body, because obviously that's going to too much of that is going to cause heart palpitations, anxiety. You're certainly not going to get any sleep. You know, things like that are very, 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 very bad. And then obviously the withdrawal symptoms from drinking four or five Red Bulls a day, you're going to feel really drowsy because the high of your central nervous system being attacked by caffeine, 
is going to bring you down to a crash. So it's going to cause a headache. You're going to be irritable. Again, it could cause some nausea and, nausea and vomiting. So be careful on the amount of caffeine that you drink. Because large amounts of caffeine can also stop the exhaustion of calcium. And obviously, what is calcium? Calcium is your bones. Wrists, knees, ankles, arms, legs, teeth ca contain calcium. So if you don't, yes, you might be drinking a lot of coffee, but the milk in that coffee isn't being absorbed by your body. The caffeine blocks absorption of calcium. So, yeah, I'm, I drink five, six, eight cups of tea a day. I have plenty of milk in them. Yeah, but the caffeine's blocking that milk from being absorbed. So just think about that when you're taking on board an energy drink or anything like that. Make sure, I mean, I personally, like after breakfast, like vitamin C absorption is also affected by caffeine. It blocks a lot of things. So, you know, cutting down on caffeine, natural sources, are okay chocolate here there but the thing is with a lot of energy drinks not to name any more energy drinks but all those energy drinks contain a lot of chemically made caffeine so they're not exactly a natural system like ground coffee bean dark chocolate they naturally contain caffeine but it's also a man-made additive so a guy in a lab is actually building chemicals together to make a fake caffeine that goes into all of these drinks and even goes into your sodas etc etc and some foods i'm not going to deny it but some foods also contain this fake caffeine so just be wary if you are drinking more than six cups of tea or coffee a day Make sure you have yourselves a glass of water or at least a, a you know a 500 ml bottle of water for every two to three cups minimum minimum of three cups you need at least a 500 ml water because you're going to go be going to the toilet more often so you need to replenish what's in your body <clears throat> otherwise you will basically think you're i'm thirsty i'm thirsty and you have another more tea more coffee more tea more coffee but because you're going to the toilet more your body needs more fluids to replace what you're losing. So caffeine in your diet can be a good thing, can help you get amped up for the gym. If you're, you know, pre-workout, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's fine because it's still a chemical substance that they mainly use in these things. But just be careful of the amount of caffeine that you are taking. And like I say, drink plenty of water if you're taking lots of cups of tea. And if you are drinking two or three, you know, energy drinks a day, Try and cut it down to one, or at least just one before you're due to go to the gym, about 30 minutes before. That's something that I definitely found was about 30 minutes before a workout, I will have a cup of coffee. And that used to kick in after I'd done my warm-up, about 40 minutes later. 25 to 40 minutes later, that kicks in, and I would already be in the gym working out and it, it kind of saw me through the session and that's it on caffeine be careful how, how, what you're drinking
be careful how much you drink make sure you drink plenty of water and also be aware that you know darker chocolate will contain more caffeine so if you like dark chocolate and you're wanting to go to bed when it's nine o'clock and you've just had a whole box of i don't know black magic you used to have i don't even know if they still make it i'm showing my age here but black magic chocolate used to be a lot of dark chocolate heavy cocoa and you know you'd be sat there wired till one of them one or two in the morning because you've just had half a box of black magic so just be aware of it and also if you do find that you get you're getting a little bit anxious or restless or heart palpitations then it might be worth consulting with a physician <clears throat> and also noting how much caffeine intake you're taking in whether that be through natural sources or through energy drinks you know i'm not saying don't have any caffeine i love a cup of coffee in the morning but i i have a maximum of three a day if if that it's normally a couple and most of them are done by 1 1 p.m in the afternoon So, final session of the week, tea boxes. Now, this is something I think I may have discussed in the past. I'm not too sure. I definitely discuss it with clients. So, if you're a golfer, this is a time for you fitness guys to switch off, which if you already have, then I don't blame you, because this show was a bit of a shambles. You know, battle ropes are great. Caffeine is good for you, but you need to be careful. And now this is the uh, the golf side of the show, which we'll be switching to fully golf fitness and, and nutrition in a couple of weeks' time. It's still going to be very relevant to you guys uh, and girls out there and frying pans. I, I'm not going to judge. It's basically I'm switching into this new role the golf club so i want to fully embrace that in the podcast so giving you exercises that you can do at home to improve your game and to improve your fitness are one and the same thing and also nutrition tips are one and the same thing so this week's tip <coughs> final tip of the series as next week we will do the 15 questions show your questions answered part two is tea boxes and i see i saw so many times last year where people hit a giant fade but they tee it up they still have water on the left and they still tee it up left hand side of the fairway so they're going to start it at the water and hopefully and they're going to fade it away. <clears throat> and you're like, okay, but then they hit a snap hook because they know the water's over there and they just hit a snap hook and it's in the water. So what you really want to do is aim yourself away from trouble. You know, whether you take that as a shorter club, a longer club, but tea boxes are not just where the tea markers are put down you can't go outside or in front of those tea boxes but you're allowed two club lengths 
forward or back. And I've always been one where I've teed up on the side of trouble and hit away from trouble. Or if you know, you know, it's a it's a left to right uh, kink dog leg. Then and you want the ball to finish on the right hand side of the fairway and you do hit a slice. Then tee it up on the left hand side and let it go fall towards the side you want it to go. And always check, of course, tee box is a simple thing. Some golf clubs, some greenkeepers, blah, 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 won't point the tee boxes directly at the target. They'll be skewed off to the left or off to the right. They won't be straight down the fairway. They won't be straight at the flag. They won't even be straight at the green sometimes. So bear in mind that they might be in a straight line. But if your tee, if your green is over to the left or over to the right just make sure that you are aiming at the green at the left or at the right because those t the t box markers might be skewed the opposite direction and it's a simple mistake that's costing people shots and also make sure you're within the bounds of that so you've got two you can't go beyond the t t markers you can't go to the left or right of the t markers but you have a little box that is two club bends back and all the way behind where those T markers are. Also with T boxes, you know, they're not all flat. Not every T box on every golf course is flat. So if you find yourself your foot's in a hole or foot's in a divot or you're aiming up or you're aiming down or left or right or you feel like you're on your toes, move. You have full rights and all that space to move yourself into a comfortable position to make sure that you're not pointing yourself in the wrong direction or your, your, your weight's not all on your toes or all in your heels or all on your left foot or all on your right foot. So tee boxes, people, make sure that you're playing away from the trouble. Make sure that you're playing to whatever shot shape you hit, whether it be a draw or a fade, left hand or right handed. Make sure that you are working your shot shape in off that tee box. So if you're a fader of the golf ball and it's a right to left dog leg, and obviously left hand side of that fairway is going to be blocked out by trees, you want to be somewhere on the right and you hit a fade so if you hit a if you start on the inside on that left inside left of that tee box and hit the fade away from that trouble to the right hand side as a right-handed golfer you're going to open that fairway up and hopefully open up a second shot into the green what you're not going to do is put yourself over on the right hand side of that tee box aim down the middle and put yourself in the trees on the other side. I mean, very worst case scenario, if you do put yourself over on that right hand side, at least aim it at the left hand side rough. So you know that fade's gonna come back to the middle of the fairway. But if you know you fade the golf ball and you've got a bit of room off the tee box, put yourself in the left hand side of that tee box, hit your fade, down the left hand side at the left hand rough and let it fade into the middle or at worst 
slice into the right hand side rough which is still going to give you a shot you know down the fairway rather than aiming it at the left hand side from the right hand side of that tee box and either snap hooking it or putting yourself in the trees on the right hand side so yeah just be thinking think about which way you know the hole is moving to where the the green is in relation to where the tee box markers are pointing to you and if you are uncomfortable in a the stance then you've got two club lengths away from those tee markers to put your ball down and hit your shot and that's my words of wisdom for this week so go and get yourself a battle rope of arms on they're 30 pounds bargain one of the best pieces of equipment you'll you'll ever buy caffeine is can be good for you if used in the correct way but just be careful it'll make you go to the loo more so you need to drink plenty more water and of course trying not to drink more than i'd say six cups of coffee a day would be great and definitely don't be having six energy drinks a day and six or eight sodas might tip you over the edge as well so if you are drinking that much cut it down a little bit change it for water change it for something for juice you know a, a nice juice or a hydration drink or something like that from the likes of bulk powders or my protein do some nice hydration drinks now with the summer coming up you'll need one of those in your golf bag or in your gym bag to help you get through a workout or get through a round of golf <clears throat> and of course you golfers out there just check where your tee boxes are pointing you don't just blindly follow because green keepers and golf courses will try and fool you into thinking the greens one way when actually it's another and that's it episode 12 is done we're a little over 30 minutes have a great week next week is our second questions asked answered podcast five fitness five nutrition and five golf questions will be answered next week and that will end series one of the failsafe fitness podcast we will then be transferring into a more performance golf performance based show for the next 26 weeks but you'll still be having some nutrition tips they're also on the blog there's going to be lots of things going on on there and podcast will still be going on as well so it'll be more golf related but also there'll still be a lot of fitness stuff that everybody can use not just golfers and also some nutrition stuff that will be sports specific and especially golf specific so thank you very much for having me in your ears for the last half an hour enjoy the show and i'll see you next week for the part two of your questions answered. My name's Michael. Have a great week. We'll see you later.